was actually listening last week and oh really yeah and he said why don't you play the incredibly offensive one i made for you yeah is one some what mic are you using john are you using uh, a real microphone or no no not yet. sorry do what you Hold need on. to do I, I you know what i i, I should have you, listened. you were t- yeah i know you were you were t- asking me if i could hear and i realized i unplugged this fucking thing because i'm i'm about to change computers oh and well, that's that, a really good story that really means a lot to everybody uh, well, you know, it's kind of interesting in a way. Yeah. To, oh, what, what's happening with? Okay, do tell. Tell us why you're switching computers. Well, it's just it's it's not that interesting. It's just something we all have to go through, and it's kind of scary, you know. And and uh, it's sort of like uh, going through puberty. Only. Uh, me, 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 me. Okay. Uh, you know. You know. You know. It's not helpful for you to point out that I'm boring. Okay. Oh, no, you're not boring. You're. Go ahead, Marty. Boring. I didn't uh, want to be here anyway. You go ahead. Yeah. So I, just so everyone knows, John sent me a, a text saying, "I'm going to, um, I'm I'm going Maine. to Maine tomorrow. So is it okay if I don't come over?" And I'm like, "Sure, we can just do it remotely." What he meant, what the meaning behind that was, is that he didn't want to pod at all tonight. So he's already just. I didn't say not come over. He's angry with me right now. Test. Test. No. That's really that's yeah. not good. No, it's the same. Anyhow, I could. I, I oh, have... hello. Does this work? Oh, no, does this work? Oh, stop that. Stop that. All right, you're fine. You're you're perfect. You're amazing. Um, I'm leaving for tomorrow. Main tomorrow night. I'd love to pod tonight, but I would think it would be smart to to pack. Oh, I see. I thought you meant. Um, yeah, I totally misunderstood. My bad. All right. So you guys are getting. Ladies and gentlemen, Marty can't read. Oh, I, I can't. I just don't understand the words that are written on the page. Oh, that's an interesting distinction. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, you're you're really loud. Anyhow, this is I'm loud. This is the the well. I I can fix that. I have the power to fix that. Are you gonna? Nope. Uh, John, great to have you on. I'm so happy that you're here and you're taking time out of your very very busy evening because you have to pack. Um, your bag full of clothes. It takes like I have to switch computers, and I have to get to the airport at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. I, I have to pack a bag of clothes. That's all I have to do. Yeah. So like I I, I really wanted to do this pa- podcast, and I thought, you know, I really do should do the responsible thing, and not do it this week. And then you just you didn't misunderstood for reasons that are really I think incomprehensible I'm, I'm to anybody. A, I'm a and, and here I am. I, I thought to myself. Hey, sure. I guess I really like doing the podcast, and now and now I I regret I regret it. It's oh just, yes. All of a sudden, I realized that how this is, is this... the last in a long line of decisions that I regret. How is this that got me to this position? Any other Tuesday evening? I. That's a good. That's a very good point. That is a very good point, Marty. Well, John, seeing your face on my screen just make just fills me with joy. Uh, how have you, so just so everyone knows, I'm sure everyone knows this, it's been all in the news and, uh, we're in the middle of a, uh, like a almost two week heat wave that has been just, um, 
just intense, intense. Yep, uh, it's been very warm. Yes, I've spent very little time outside. Um, the dogs are not happy about it, about the heat, not about not going outside. They don't want to be outside either. How have you been uh, handling all this? I, uh, Marty, I sleep with a fan in my bed. Like you wrap, you spoon the fan. Yeah. And just, and have it pointed at your sweaty balls. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. sleep with a fan as well. And it's just coating my body with just tepid air. Yeah. You do what uh, you do. Other than that, I mean, I, I haven't, because I sleep with a fan, I've been able to sleep. I haven't had a problem. Because if, if I really do, I'm the fan. I put it in the bed and I put it one foot away from my back or my whatever. And I just blow it up. I blow air on myself. Uh, by the way, if you want to join the scintillating conversation, that's a Nooner podcast on the Twitter, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, you know, other podcasts talk about, you know, what's wrong with the country and what's wrong with the liberals and what's wrong with the Republicans and we talk about sleeping with fans. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, balls. out there, call in, call in. How are you keeping cool? That's an interesting, very interesting conversation we're having. Oh, it's, it's scintillating. Um, so did you want... Have you ever been scintillated? Um, no, I, I've never paid to be scintillated, but, you know, uh, I, I don't judge anybody who does, so... Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm personally glad to hear that. So, uh, did you watch the um, Amazon's um, The Rings of Power? The, the $1 billion production, Rings of Power? Yes, I did. I was, and so they had and the I first was, two episodes it, yeah. on Amazon Prime as their, their biggest show yet. And it's based, it takes place uh, early on. It, it follows the, the young, um, adventurous career of Galadriel. Is that correct? Um, yeah, Galadriel. Yep. And back when, when she was in a punk rock band. Yes, yes. Yeah. When she was going through a phase. Yeah. And uh, before she got all tatted up. Yeah. And it follows it's a story. It's a story for tats. Um, and it follows uh, the relationship of um, Sauron and some uh, some elf, some ring making elf. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it's I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. Uh, so how is it? Oh God! It's it starts out great. Uh, two episodes, right? Yeah, it looks good. I mean, you know that they spent half a billion dollars just to get the rights. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, it's all, a just, it's a lot of under, money. Just under, yeah. Um, so. it's uh so far, I like it, and I'll tell you why. I like it because it's good. I like it because it's it's well written. I care about all the characters. It's moving forward. I have no idea what's going to happen. But the elf is black. I... <laughs> They're ruining my childhood. <laughs> well, uh, I think, I mean, based on based on the, uh, the name of the actor, I think maybe maybe that elf is actually Hispanic. Well, he can be black. You can be black and Hispanic. Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah. See, that's the whole thing: is that race? You know, race doesn't mean anything. Doesn't it's no, the, no. The, genetically? There's no difference. It does to a huge part of the nerd community, the white nerd community. Are, are people complaining about that? I mean, God Almighty! If you want to complain about that, why don't you just not watch it? Why don't you go and try and read the original source material? My son, my son was just saying, 
well, you know, some people are saying it's not really true to the source material. I said, have you tried to fucking read the fucking source material? This is based on on the notes of an obsessive compulsive guy who made up fake languages for fun. And I mean, the Silmarillion, nobody on earth has read the Silmarillion because it's so boring that it's impossible to read. It is literally impossible to read. And, but so and it's not what this is based on. It's based on sort of and then, uh, yeah, and then uh, some there was there was a tale of uh, bloobly and blobbly, and they fell in love and and they die, and so that's it. You know, it's like this epic poems written by a non-poet. That Tolkien was great. Yeah, uh, ish, greatish. But, but uh, these are all new storylines that are made up using elements from the Silmarillion. No, they're actually more notes. I mean, the Silmarillion is is the creation myth of, uh, of ah, middle earth okay. more than anything but it, it's based on notes of mentions of uh different uh, races of pre-hobbits and all that stuff and, yeah yeah um exactly yeah. it's just bullshit that he, it was just backstory that he wrote for himself and but does it have the same this is what he did this is what he did rather than masturbate uh you know what you do i don't judge again if, if this what if this is you he, don't judge if this is how he when did that start if this is how he scintillated himself then you know what godspeed or whatever good good for you good for you jrr uh brandon morse is one of the um is the deputy managing editor of red state a conservative news site and he said that um the rings of power uh, Producers have cast non-white actors in a story based on European culture and who look wildly different of how Tolkien originally described them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said so, it's an, ad- an attempt to embed social justice politics into Tolkien's world. Yeah, that's awful. That sounds like a really bad thing to do. Yeah, I mean... And, for, uh, and, and, and a European... Jesus Christ. It's so... It's like... No, it's completely made up from whole cloth. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ. And, you know, to, to be just so we're clear, do you think that J.R.R. Tolkien was a racist by, like, by his, well, through his let me, writings? Well, let me, let me put it this way. He was born in the early part, I think he was born in the late part of the 1800s, um, and he was British, and he was a white man. So I would, I have no idea if he was actually racist, but I would put the probability fairly high, right? But it, I wouldn't say that there, are, like, there's anything overtly racist in his in the material, right? No, that's not exactly true. There is some racist stuff in the the sense that the the men from the south who are allied with Sauron um, are from uh, are swarthy, and they ride elephants. Right, right. Well, so, see, th- see, then Brad Dourif was miscast. Then, right? They should have put a swarthy character there. Brad, who? Dourif. He played. Who? He played like the worm guy who, um, who like worked with Saruman. Worm, worm tongue. Worm tongue. Yeah. No, no, no. He's he's a, a Rohim. Oh, okay. No, Sorry. I'm talking Sorry. about but like un- unidentified people oh, okay. who show up at the battle of. Uh, between uh, Minas Tirith and uh, Taurus Nazgul or whatever it is, that, where uh, you know the the the, the female warrior be- slays the Nazgul. Yeah. Um, anyhow, it, the point is like there's a little tiny bit. There's a little bit of overt racism in Lord of the Rings, 
and it is, you know, uh, an uh, analogous to um, Europe, but it's not fucking Europe. It's made up. It's fucking made up. And this buff is made up based on made up shit. And so, and, and this is the thing that I don't get. How can you criticize something and saying it's just for social justice? Say like, uh, he's just bringing social justice to Tolkien's world. Well, if social justice in Tolkien's world is bothering you, then you can fuck right off. And second of all, you cannot watch it. And if you want to watch it and then complain about it, bringing social justice concerns to TV, then Jesus Christ, fuck off again. I mean, what the fuck? Wow. I mean, I can I could come up with some arguments, you know, why you shouldn't have uh, black elves. They wouldn't hold any water, but they'd certainly be better than bringing social justice to TV shows is bad. Yeah, that that is just not um, th that argument has holds no water. Uh, but um, those people just want to look good to people who care about looking good. But you do like uh, it. Though. What you do like the show. Yeah, yeah, I think it's well written. I like it. I think the characters are well created. I like it. I don't know what's happening, and but it... I I want to know what happened next. That's the really the big thing. Yeah. I didn't. It's as opposed to like the House of Dragon, which is coming out at the same time, similar production values, where I barely care about anybody, and I every I mean when I am watching a show and I am thinking to myself, I have time enough to think to myself, I I could have written this better. I would have. I would have done this. I would have cut this scene. I w okay. Why is this scene so fucking boring? Now, would you have liked uh, the Rings of Power more if there were more incest in it? And uh... that's there's no. Well, there's the House of Dragon so far Not doesn't have no. any um, uh, one degree incest. I mean, incest is implied in the Targaryen family like all the time. <laughs> My, you know. my point is like there's like it's a very neutered um, story like the, there's not a lot of well so far there's no sex or whatever in the in the the uh, Middle Earth movie uh, show. Right. They didn't have sex in Middle Earth. People oh, right. people they, they, people they, just came out of flowers. All oh, right. 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 I forgot about that. Um, I mean, not only was Tolkien probably um, based on the fact that he was a uh, an old uh British white man, the chances of his being racist were pretty high. He's also probably a closeted homosexual. Well, to and afraid of sex, certainly. To that, and um, Elon Musk, in trying to rile up his bro base, he tweeted out, "Bro uh, base, um, yeah, because the bros, you know, you know, the, the he, bros they love solar power and electric cars. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck is no, he doing? They, they like they like his the the movement of his stock and how he can manipulate stock uh, prices." But he tweeted yesterday, Tolkien is turning in his grave. And then he said, almost every male character so far is a coward, a jerk, or both. Only Galadriel is brave, smart, and nice. Uh, it's such a weird way to, like, you know, drum up your incel followers, you know? Well, first of all, Galadriel's a fucking bitch. So. Well, now you're, now you're like, talking to the, you're preaching to the choir there, incel boy. All right, I'll say it this way: She's an asshole. <laughs> All right, yeah, and it's about how she. She comes... is a fucking asshole. And apparently, the show is about how she comes into being her the person, you know, the Kate Blanchett of the the Lord of the Rings. 
Well, I guess so. I don't know. I well, mean, that's it's, what it, I read. I mean, I haven't. Uh, it, well, she's she's a central character, but there's a lot of other. I mean, there's a lot of other really interesting characters, and and he is completely wrong. There's uh, there's a bunch of really nice men somewhere in the world. Uh, and do you feel like it? It. it, it... Oh, in in Middle Earth. Yeah, somewhere in I middle, know, I, the I, middle I, world. I knew what you meant. John. Okay. Uh, do do you think that it hues closely to the the spirit of the the um, <clears throat> the Peter Jackson movies? Yeah, it looks like the Peter Jackson movies. Um. Yep. I would use some of the same sort of uh, tricks. I think. I think that. I think that the the, uh, the guy who's whoever's directing it is not. I think Peter Jackson's a pretty great director, visual stylist, um, and. Uh, this guy, whoever or girl, whoever's directing it, is um, it's okay, but I, I don't think they're they're Peter Jackson. But the world seems like the same world. Like I'm wondering at where they like where they shot it, or even if you know maybe maybe they just did it like The Mandalorian and then created everything and shot it all in a parking lot in Burbank with screens or something. Well, yeah, well that that's the way to do it, and it looks really good. I know that there are limitations to it, but if, but. It does well if you're spending a freaking five hundred thousand dollars, five hundred million dollars on, on a, a show after you, you know, um, just for the production budget, you should be able to get. Yeah, if you're spending five hundred million dollars on the IP to secure I know, the IP, I know, but I'm saying that after that, they're spending another five hundred million dollars on the show itself. It better look fucking awesome, and it, they might as well just purchase, you know, a, a mountain in uh, New Zealand and shoot there, you know. Yeah, uh, for that amount of money, uh, I do have to say that JP had a very, very funny tweet. He said, um, "John Sylvain's story about sleeping with fans wasn't quite as scandalous <laughs> as I'd hoped." Uh, well done, well played. Uh, I'm sleeping with high-powered uh, fans. Um, yeah, you know, I have to buy my fans at the store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my fans uh, blow; they blow on me. <laughs> no, just say they blow, and that that's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'll give it a look. See then, John. You've you've convinced me. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that. And very. Uh, oh, you haven't watched it. You no. talked knowledgeably about it, and uh, you didn't watch it. You you've been in Hollywood too long. Oh uh, no, I just um, I'm on my phone way too much. Um, then Neil, someone asked Neil Gaiman what he thought about this whole thing, um, and he said uh, with. Specifically with, specifically with the Elon Musk uh, tweet. And he said, uh, Elon Musk doesn't come to me for advice on how to fail to buy Twitter. And I don't go to him for film, <laughs> TV, or literary literature criticism. What a badass. Boy, That's just really like good. fucking slam the door. I have now. Yeah, who that cares what Elon Musk thinks about this yeah. fucking story? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, if that's his opinion is wrong. I mean, it doesn't make it's not true. It's not. There's there's there are like I said, there's. It, yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of different characters and they're all different kinds of people. And Galadriel is not a very nice person. I like it at all. I don't think that that. I think it's good. I think it's it's a very difficult thing to take a Gladriel, Gladriel has got uh, some issues. I think she's really got to get. I like it. I like it. She I needs some work done. You great. know, she should see somebody. Maybe better help. All right. Better help. Uh, this episode brought to you by Better Health uh, for when you need Elf Elven Elven therapy. When if you need when your elf needs some therapy. If your health needs bettering, go to Better Health. No elf. 
better health. It's it, no, it's better elf. Better elf. All right. Yeah. Better elf. She needs better elf. Better elf. Yeah, well, well. All right. Uh, how was Burning Man? What? What? You mean last night in my in my bed with my fan? Uh, <laughs> uh, right, never mind. Okay, JP. Burning fine. Man. Bring us, bring us another one. No, they. Who the hell? I mean, just... I don't want to go camping, let alone camping with fourteen thousand smelly hippies. I and especially in a fucking heat wave. In a heat wave in the desert with fourteen thousand smelly hippies. It's crazy. Like all the reservoirs in California. I know Burning Man is in Nevada, but uh, all the reservoirs in um, in California and Nevada, actually, uh, Lake Mead is is at its all time low, and these is bodies it? are coming up. You know, they found at least three bodies there um, that were just sort of tossed in. You know, just is this just, where people get their drinking water? Uh, oh yeah, mm, yummy. Uh, and uh, Lake Isabella. Right, so high, high in protein. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's protein water. They um, like there's a, a man-made lake just out, a couple hours outside of uh, California, uh, out of L.A., where it's man-made. So it, it filled in a valley and now they can see the the um, Wild West ghost town that that was flooded by it. Um, there's a great. Did you ever read Swamp Thing? Yeah. If you yeah, if you guys, if you haven't read Swamp Thing, it's the the Alan Moore ones are great. There is one yeah. one great one where there was a a, a I think it was in oh it was in Louisiana, but there was they had flooded this this ghost town, and in the ghost town underwater there was like a a whole like a nest of vampires there. It was that was pretty fucking creepy. That was great. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, and that's that's what I it made this made me think of. Um, so look out for vampires in Lake Isabella. Um, so, uh, okay. What, um, what else did you watch this week? Uh, well, I watched the end of, uh, only murders in the building. What did you think of that show? Oh, you know, I, I, uh, what, what, what did you think? Of, what did you think of that show? No, I'm, oh, what do I, the, the, the thing about only so, murders and this in is the, the building, the Steve Martin created, uh, who done it with, John Hoffman, I think it is, and uh, uh, John Hoffman is the co-creator. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. and then we got Selena Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez. Yeah, and, and Martin Short. By the way, very very good Selena Gomez. Uh, Thank you. And uh, Cara Delevingne. Yeah, what you think? Yeah, eyebrows, Cara eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I really enjoy it, and I I sit there and I go, this is just too dumb and silly and obvious for me to enj be enjoying this much. It's I feel, I feel weirdly guilty because it is just, but it, you know, I, I, but I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And, uh, and every, all the acting is over the top. I mean, you know, I mean, Martin short is underacting compared to some of the oh other characters. But he's, he's such a delight to watch. Uh, he's great. Yeah. That's the weird thing is that I, I feel I, I watch Martin Short and I go, Jesus, get, get a grip. And I laugh at everything he does. Yeah. Like, but this is terrible. It's like um, these these guys in their mid 70s trying to create something that's very hip. And, you know, there's some hip music in there and they've got the, the all these hip references in there. But it is um, the, the story is pretty silly. The uh, the mystery is kind of. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like it does. It doesn't feel that clever, you know, but 
I enjoyed it. I the funny thing is, is that it feels it feels kind of like they're they're maybe they're trying to make something hip, but they're not trying very hard. Well, it's and like when it you're, works. You're in your seventies and you're trying to create something hip. This is well, I, I I wouldn't even say, but it doesn't feel like they're trying anything. It feels like it's just sort of happening. I think, uh, for instance, I think that the the mystery is um, is very clever in the sense that you don't know what what's going to happen. Yeah, but it and, doesn't make a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't like make a lot of sense. But none of those things ever make any sense. I mean, have you ever read Agatha Christie or no. even Sherlock Holmes? I mean, none of that stuff makes any sense. Yeah, but it's it's really. Have fun. you ever watched an episode of Gilligan's Island? Um, wait, are you likening? Uh, but I will say that this this season was better than the first season. Um, okay. What did you What do you think? I I I found them both equally delightful, and I don't know why. Yeah, I no, really, I, I, I really like them. I think that's um, that's that's fair. But I I was I had more patience, I guess, with this one, uh, and, mm. and it was really fun seeing the the characters interact. I I, I recommend it, but it's not the best show. Um, this is one of those things where I'd say, yeah, I liked it. Go ahead and watch it. But if you don't like it, don't come crying to me because it sucks. <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, it was the perfect thing to watch on a Labor Day weekend when it's 110 degrees outside, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, we have all we're also watching. Um, my wife has not had not seen The Good Place. Oh, oh. And because and, and, she was reading that book uh, that Michael Schur, the, the creator of, of The Good Place, wrote called um, How to Be Perfect. Uh, well, it's on my list for, from the library. I was wondering why it was on my list well, from the library. The reason why, no, I remember. The reason why you don't be... have it is because my wife hasn't turned it back in yet. No, I have it. Oh, you? Oh. I, I borrowed it for two and a half weeks, and I was like, what is this? Why do I? Oh, yeah. Why yeah. I... There you go. So right. um, what do you like? One thing that was is interesting about the good place is it's very very funny, very silly, but there's a lot of like direct references to uh, philosophy and yeah. philosophers, um, uh, and and how like how is it successful? Because I'm I'm don't really uh, adhere to any. I don't like. I'm not really interested in philosophy. I don't think it has a, a huge um, impact on on my day-to-day -day or, or our day-to-day -day in the, in, in the modern world. You think? Uh, well, Therefore, least, um, I you am, are? I is. Um, but I don't know. Like, do you, do you feel like, I mean, I think it presents a lot of ethical dilemmas that are interesting, but the actual, like, insights from a philosophers, I don't know if it's, it's quite as interesting. But I, I think the dilemmas are interesting, but not necessarily the insights from old philosophers well uh i think um my opinion is that first the good place uh, I've, I've actually uh, been rereading um plato's uh uh play uh, we read uh, or i read plato's republic oh it's just like dan quayle used to do every summer he's like every summer i try to read plato's Repu republic never no, made so, it through did he really say that because it's the see here's the thing is that I, I, uh, I, 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 when, in order to get to bed, I finally discovered at the age of like 4,000 that if I listen to something that, I'm, that is slightly interesting, but I don't get emotionally involved to as while I'm sleeping, then I can fall asleep. And so I got an audio book of Plato's Republic 
and I, I had a hard time falling asleep because it is so fucking stupid. Plato is so fucking stupid okay. that it's re- really, really, and so comparing, like, he's he's the father of philosophy, right? The Good Place is so much better written than The Republic <laughs> that it's not even close. It's not even, it's just, it's like the work of a of a monkey versus the work of a genius. So uh, the the interesting thing is that The Good Place brings humor which i think is much more complicated than philosophy and 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 but brings in the uh moralism and, and ethical philosophy and ethical philosophy is probably the um the most sort of interesting thing about philosophy but the problem is is that most philosophy is a footnote to plato somebody said somebody said that and 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 it starts so it starts out with this idea of ideals now plato in the republic and in uh, some other dialogues that i wrote that i read i didn't write them um, Plato wrote him. Socrates, Socrates, Socrates is, it basically creates this idea of these ideals. And at one point in the, in the Republic, he says, well, wouldn't you say, um, Jojo, the, uh, agrees with me all the time, boy, um, that, uh, things that exist, that beauty with a capital B and truth with a capital T and, and, uh, uh, what else is beauty? And, what else does he like? Talk about truth and beauty and and uh, let's just say truth and beauty. So truth and beauty, he said, truth and beauty exist. We can say that, right? As the ideals, obviously they exist. Well, uh, yeah. And so things that that uh, are not truth and beauty would therefore not exist, right? Sure, yeah. Like that follows. What the fuck? And, the, and so what actually, so things that are not truth and not beauty don't exist and things that are truth and beauty do exist. But the things that, are in between, which is the real world, are in between existence and non-existence. So what the guy did is he came up with this system out of his head about the ideas of perfectionism and then applied it and then turned around, applied it to the world and realized that the world doesn't fit into my ideal system. So therefore, it's just like, dude, dude, you 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 just did a test of your idea and it failed so you should so you, abandon your fucking no, idea no, not the you world change the rules you know that's yeah yeah it's bullshit yeah. i mean it's such it's it's horseshit from the beginning and the problem with most philosophy up until i mean i think wittgenstein but most philosophy is it, it tries to find the per, the the, the uh, absolutes for everything you know which well, is, how do you make the ethical decisions through absolutes? A, and of course that that's a is, house of fucking cards based on bullshit right, but that that is a human instinct to find simple I don't solutions. think it's human I absolutely I think do. it's platonic um, I think it's the basis of western civilization that's why you think it's human I think that any fucking monkey who looks around says is it is this good or it goes hmm, yeah, I don't know I no, think it's sort of in between. This rotten not, banana is still a banana. Yeah, but that's that's not human, though. You're talking about monkeys. I'm talking about humans. Yeah, but the monkey's almost human. No, human. I, I think we all look for simple answers to complex problems. I agree. I agree. I guess yes, yes. Yeah. So but I, I, I came to the conclusion after listening to the infuriating words of Plato uh, that well, okay, um, you, you perfectionism and idealism are the basis of western fucking yeah but bullshit. You, you shouldn't have gotten the audiobook read by selena gomez because then um so socrates we've decided that it's very clear that you should drink this hemlock 
she she does have the voice of a very old lady, and I, I I'm a huge fan of hers. By the way, I I I'd never seen her in anything, but I I really like her. But her voice is like an old lady. Um, it's funny because she totally seems like a New Yorker, yeah. but she's from Texas. And the and the whole and show, she's a singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know it. And the whole show looks like it it was like lifted or just basically. Um, here's a New Yorker. Um, here are like uh, six years of New Yorker. Make a show that looks like six years of the New Yorker, and they did. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, it's. Oh my God, the casting! If you say, if you think it's a New Yorker cartoon, oh my God, it's perfect. I it mean, really final is. scene. It's so. It's yeah. Ridiculous. So it's it really it's, it's fun. I I enjoyed it. It was a good thing. Um, but back to the philosophy thing. I I I feel like um, when we had empiricism and science and like a basic understanding of like neuropsychology all of a sudden like for instance for me it was like well, why do i care what freud says when he's talking about nonsense you know when yeah, we, yeah, when we right. understand like oh there's like biochemical things at happening you know with their physics and and uh you know we have a greater understanding of physics and chemistry and biology to to describe the world that we don't need a guy in an ivory tower just being like pontificating ab about um you know what what really is the difference between women and men well women have fewer teeth than men and uh that's that is what yeah exactly I making these huge generalizations yeah yeah and he never looked in the mouth of a woman you know to realize oh they have the same number of teeth you know Somebody said that women have fewer teeth than men. I think it was uh, Socrates, I think, said that. But um, Oh, that sounds more like Aristotle. Aristotle, yeah, no, you're right. So it, it is Socrates Aristotle. wouldn't even fucking yeah. look. No, you're, you're right. He it would is. just say, based on my idea of the ideal. You're right. It is Aristotle who said that. But it's like, you know, just why not just explore the world instead of just like thinking, you know? Do you know, you know what he advocates for in the Republic? I mean, he advocates for getting rid of all... Um, uh, literature that makes death seem scary so that the warriors will not be afraid of death. So it's complete and total um, censorship. And, and, Brainwashing. Uh, and, and yeah, no, it, it's, it's the, uh, it, it's either, it's either parody or the most evil document ever written. I mean, anybody, it's just nuts that, that this is, I've read, it's stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, that's how I feel about a lot of philosophy and that's why, there are modern philosophers, people like, um, you know, Sam Michael Harris, Schur. Michael Schur, sure, absolutely, uh, for sure, uh, who like you have a much more nuanced perspective of the world, and you're not talking in absolutes, and and you're the these discussions about like how you get through your day and how you manage morally. Um, morally prickly situations is is so much more interesting and so much funnier you know and and yeah. and relevant you know so yeah. that's why i'm i think it's it, it is really ambitious for him to to tackle this and and he did uh engage with a lot of philosophers uh, or philosophy professors and philosophers in in constructing the good place which i kudos to him for for doing that but 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 he didn't do it at the cost of great characters and hilarious oh, situations oh my god and a, a plot so good. twisting totally yeah yeah and so the uh, i'm sure everybody knows but just in case you don't the premise is uh, uh Kristen bell of um, 
party down. You shouldn't. You, I don't think you should go any further. Well, no, she. Well, I, I can just say that she she goes. She finds herself um, uh, surprisingly in the afterlife. In the afterlife, in the in the good place, and yeah. she doesn't understand why she's there. And then there's a huge exploration beyond that as she meets different people within this um, this afterlife. Uh, the point is, is if you haven't seen the good place, you should watch it. Yeah, it's four five four seasons, and just I think it's five, but okay, I don't know. There's right. no way of telling. Nope, uh, but they're short seasons, and it's um, briskly paced and very very funny funny actors. Uh, it it created a lot of uh, careers for well, I shouldn't say a lot, but for like Ted Danson, he's been doing great ever yeah. since. Well, oh, who? Oh, that the Ted guy, Danson. the guy with the white yeah. hair. Oh, I, yeah, I had yeah. never seen him before. And Kristen Bell. Kristen who? Bell's yeah. just, yeah, no, she's the like, blonde. Uh, William Jefferson Harper and and um, uh, uh, the other people who are in it. Yeah, Darcy Carden, who's so funny in it. Um, and then the Filipino guy and uh, um, Manny, you're so racist. Manny Jacinto is his name. Um, and we're not looking that up. I, I happen to know that. So that's very good. Yeah, and he's great. Um, all right. So, uh, if you want to tweet in about that, let us know. I'm just checking the twi Twitter stream. Um, have you seen anything good? Oh, well, I, I watched uh, only murders in the building. Um, oh, you did. This oh, weekend. Right. I just watched it this weekend. So I'm mm. glad that we, we could sync on that. Um, one thing that I what have did watch was there's a, a show, a movie called Lou and, and it's, um, yeah, it's uh, coming to Netflix. Um, it's with uh, Allison Janney, and she basically plays an ex-CIA agent who is pulled out of retirement and just starts, like, busting heads and killing people uh, in the Pacific Northwest. And, and I oh, love... Oh, Gloria? Gloria? What? I'm sorry. It's Lou? It's called Lou. Lou, yeah. Uh, it's on it's not called Gloria? No. And uh, it, it, like... Allison Janney, I think, is fantastic. I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, but it, it made me think, like, how, like, before John Wick, there, 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 there has always been this sort of lone, um, the lone vigilante who's out there kicking ass. You got Dirty Harry. You've got, um, uh, uh, you've got all the Arnold Schwarzenegger films and the 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 Sylvester Stallone films from the eighties. Um, but when John Wick came out, it, it was a very specific thing that happened. And David Leach, the, who's the stuntman turned producer and director who was the uncredited director on John Wick and directed things like uh, atomic blonde and bullet train. The, the most recent one with, uh, with uh, Brad Pitt. And it's just like, it's just guys, or, or guys and girls, uh, he also directed Atomic Blonde, and um, just killing people at close range very quickly with guns and and martial arts. Um, uh -huh. And we, we've seen it. Uh, they've tried to replicate it many times. We've got Red Sparrow with um, Jennifer Lawrence. You've got Nobody, uh, which I think David Leach was a producer on with uh, Bob Odenkirk. you got Jolt mm -hmm. with... with Kate Beckinsale. Uh, then you've got Kate with, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Joel Beckinsale. Joel Beckinsale. Um, 
but uh, gunpowder milkshake on down the line. But do you think you know what I'm talking about? This this genre of one one hero anti hero sort of again like just killing people like yeah yeah i mean i haven't seen most of those things but i know what you mean like i saw atomic blonde i think um it's all a blur i've seen a couple of or at least one of john enough of john one john wick movie to sort of know what the deal is you know just one one person who kills everybody yeah every everybody else is wearing a mask so it's actually the same seven stuntmen getting killed over and over again um sometimes sometimes but yeah uh there's there's a, an element of that and and nobody pays attention to to who those people are mm-hmm. um like do you so you're not attracted to that kind of movie at all no no i i, I like action movies but that particular i really i really don't i'm not a fan of uh of killing i'm not a fan of of people dying um and uh when when it's when there's a lot of it, it starts to make me feel queasy. What about in like Lord of the Rings? There are thousands uh, of thousands of. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of uh, if if that was all that it was about. Um, hmm. I I and and I mean it's here's the thing is that you know I'm a big fantasy fan and I uh so I but. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stormtroopers get killed, you know, and a lot of orcs get killed and a lot of warriors get killed. And every time that happens, honest to God, and I'm serious, every time that happens, you I think out, you pour out. A, a little, I pour out a little bit. A little, it's just sad. Bit. You know, people are dying and they're people, you know, and and, and when. But the thing about the John Wick uh, slash atomic blonde kind of thing is that they tend to be fighting against like criminal uh, armies of mercenaries right, right. and right. and they get which killed there are many yeah and they're getting killed at an ex- ex- exceedingly high rate you know like the body count of a john wick movie is he kills probably like 70 people right like and you think about like in the news if if uh, in one night in one two-hour period 70 people on motorcycles <laughs> 70 guys with motorcycle helmets on were killed that would make the news um, and people would talk about it for years, but uh, I I'm, I always go well. First of all, it always bothers me in, because I think, what about all their moms and dads? <laughs> those those people were a little were, went to went to second grade at one point and grew up and became, and and once they see like fifty of their buddies getting killed, why do they keep coming? Why don't they just say, oh, "Boss, I need a raise." Yeah. Yeah, well, I just think of it as like, I quit. I'm going to go back to working for I, Amazon. I just think about it as like, oh, I guess well, if John Wick is going through downtown uh, New York, I can go to Soho and get a great apartment for cheap. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's interesting because probably up, one of the, they all live in those big, big warehouse like lofts that don't really exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 From the from friends. Uh, but growing up, like. When we watched the A team, I don't know if you watched the A team, but I loved watching the A team. Oh yeah, A team. Nobody ever died in the A team. And they would like, they would be running away from a bunch of, you know, drug runners or terrorists or whatever, and they would lay, they would like, the van would be pulling away on some dirt track, and they would be firing these automatic weapons, and they would just be hitting the ground, and just you would see these puffs of dust coming off of the ground. Nobody got hit. 
Well, what I learned from that is that if somebody is shooting at you with an automatic weapon, it's time to duck because right. if you duck, then, you'll and, be fine. Yes, but it was it, literally nobody got hit. Nobody ever got killed. Nobody, nobody ever, ever got, got hit. Got, nobody got wounded. Yeah, and that was kind of a deliberate thing because I guess like they, we we were a, a more prudish society back then, and like we can't. It wasn't show... even just it wasn't just TV. It's movies. People didn't used to not die right. in movies. Yeah. And, and in... disaster porn yeah. back in the seventies was kind of boring because okay. everybody you know, survived. Shelley, um, Shelley, yeah, Shelley Winters. Shelley Winters died. You know, in Poseidon Adventure, yeah. and that was a huge deal, right? Yeah. That we talked no, about exactly. Huge she's deal. like the only one, as opposed to like you watch like. 2112 right. or the day and it's just like well first of all almost everybody dies right and same in the gi joe uh cartoons nobody died they would no. just there would be these giant like horrible laser blasters that would just hit right next to the hero or villain and they would like leap out of the way and just by leaping out of the way that was their way of losing the battle. yeah they, they were defeated they, they were defeated uh, yeah. Speed Racer. There was this cartoon called Speed Racer when I was growing up, and uh, I thought for a long time that uh, car racing—you were supposed to knock into each other and knock the other car off the uh, off the racetrack because that's that happened in every single Speed Racer. Nobody they just died. slam up, and and then the the car would flip off of the racetrack into the air and explode. But right. they would always show the guy going, "Oh, oh, oh, oh that was a tough race." Right. Right. They would never say, well, maybe he's dead. No, 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 he is not dead. He walked away from that explosion and then, when the car went 45 feet into the air and then exploded. So at some point in the Marvel Universe, they're like, oh, well, um, we, we've got guns and we've got people falling off of buildings. We've got uh, but they're Hydra and they've, they're wearing masks. And mm -hmm. so we can kill the shit out of them. And mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about the body count in the Marvel movies, it's it, it's just astronomical. The the what the what the Marvel thing that really just took me out was did you see the Hawkeye 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 series? Mm -hmm. So at the end, there's the tracksuit mafia, and they show they, the tracksuit mafia is eventually it shows up. It's like four hundred guys show up. Yeah, and this teenage and, girl is just slaughtering them. Yeah, they're they're. They're killing them with a bow and arrow. They're not like they're killing them. Yeah, they're killing. It's probably killed like three hundred people. Right. And the and the tracksuit mafia, which I mean, just based on the name, I don't think they pay very well. They just kept on coming. Yeah, and you know, and they had guns, and, and instead of using their guns from from afar, they just ran forward so they could be killed by bows and arrows. Yes, which don't have the range or speed or lethality of their guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, just so we're clear, John and I realized that this is fiction in the same way that told, you know, whatever rings of power is fiction. But well, I, I, the thing is that we're not trying to bring ruin something by bringing social justice right, concerns right, 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 to it. Right, right. Um, yeah. Christ. No, but but seriously, like, you know, yes, we recognize that it's fiction, but it is you are sort of. Uh, if you're not acknowledging that this teenage girl just slaughtered Wait. three dozen people, like that's a weird thing, you know? It is weird. And it's also weird because then they carried a lot of that body count into some of the cartoons, uh, you know, especially in like the DC universe. I just remember 
the first time I watched, uh, it was probably like, I don't know, two early 2000s. They, there was a Wonder Woman one where like they showed someone getting decapitated in this cartoon. And I was like, oh, shit, this is really? not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, oh, this is not the cartoons. You know, this is not um, Super Friends. <clears throat> yeah. That Wonder Woman. So it was it was it's different. And I think I'm not, I'm not hugely bothered by it because I think that obviously this hasn't increased the amount of violence in the world like obviously well i don't think that you don't see people um going into schools and shooting them up well not with, not with a bow and arrow right, now they've given that an idea ladies and gentlemen here at nuna podcast this is a comedy podcast we do not advocate going and killing people with bow and arrow absolutely but uh yeah like i think that there is a separation there's a distinct separation of fiction and the fact that Disney plus is this kids supposed kids network is like showing this stuff is like, um, uh, and, yeah, that's true. They made a big deal out of bringing in, uh, they're bringing in the Netflix, uh, Marvel stuff and, Oh, they're going to classify that as, as, uh, mature. And I, so I guess it didn't like killing all those people in Hawkeye was okay for yeah. little kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. now Deadpool is available. I mean, I find, uh, and by the way, that there's a crossover, of course, between Deadpool and, and John Wick. Um, a lot there of is? Yeah, the, the, I think there are some of the same people involved. Um, in the comic book or the TV show? The, the, the movie. The movies. Okay. Yeah. But John Wick was based on a comic book, right? No, I don't believe so. Oh. I could be wrong, but I don't believe so. I, I think it's just... Um, stuntmen who wanted to do something that was really stunt just heavy. Just wanted to kill people? No, they wanted to do something that was really stunt heavy and they succeeded. It's like it really did change filmmaking and it in terms of how they incorporated uh digital effects in there into action scenes in a really seamless way where you're not even focused on that like when John Wick is being thrown through plate glass, like that glass is all like cg you know because oh yeah yeah and and it's just it's such a like a, a really clever application of cg in, into um, an action movie where people never think of that and i didn't even know that until i saw a behind the scenes thing you know um so it really did change that and the way that they um incorporate all the guns and all that stuff it, it's silly i enjoy it but at the same time, it's hard to to not acknowledge that the body count is really fucking high. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And it really was. I mean, when we were kids, there was hardly anybody ever got killed. Um, yes. Uh, yes, exactly. And that, that was a, a very weird thing. Uh, Tyson is asking if we uh, remember how fucked up Disney's The Black Hole was. I never saw it with Maximilian Shell. Um, yeah. I never saw it. Uh, I just didn't really. Yeah, um, uh, I I don't. I I remember the thing about the uh, black hole was that it was the first Disney movie to have a PG rating. Um, I thought it was, you know, I was fourteen at the time, and I thought it was, you know, profoundly important for some reason because it was like the fourth science fiction movie to come out <laughs> ever, ever. So it's Fantastic um, Planet. Invasion of the Body Snatchers and E.T. and 
the black yeah, star, hole. Star Wars and black hole. And it was, uh, it was, I mean, remember it, there was, there was some, Star Wars uh, fantasy. there was some, uh, thing with a drill drilling into somebody that was kind of fucked up and, uh, Oh, I guess that's what Tyson is talking about. Yeah, because so, I, I don't, but I don't really remember what crazy, the, right? Huh? Does Maximilian Shell go crazy in it? I, I, well, his name is Maximilian Shell. I think he always played bad guys. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you don't have a name like that, and not no, be if he, if if they called him Max Shell, I think he, maybe he would have turned out okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't remember it very much, but uh, I do think that there was there, there was an element of. I something I skipped it because the science was all fucked up and wrong. Was it? Is that why? You yeah, that's it? why I skipped it. Yeah, no, it's just like one of those age things. It was like I was at an age. Uh, I think it came out in like seventy nine or something like that, and I was just mm-hmm. um, it just skipped me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So why are you going to Maine, and what is Maine like oh. now? visit family well in uh, in early september maine is uh, at its muggiest um so it's got about seventy thousand percent humidity um it's probably going to be at about 90 degrees there and there's going to be so many bugs it's going to be mosquitoes like crazy but then little black flies uh it'll be intolerable hot uh and nasty and there will be no relief um, so I'm really looking forward to that and, um, going to visit family, my brother, my sister, my mother, all my cousins, everybody lives in Maine. So that's why I'm going to Maine. Um, and then from there, my son is going off to, to marry old England, uh, to go back to school. Um, so that's good. And, uh, then I'll be back, I'll be back uh, next Tuesday. So we'll probably do another podcast then. But I got to go pack. And I told Marty, Marty, I said, I got to go pack. And Marty says, let's do a podcast. And I said, okay. That's right. <laughs> so I was um, looking on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And friend of the show, John August. We don't really have any friends. John August is a friend of the show. Yeah, he he was on the show long, long time ago. We're talking yeah like, before me. How come all these people were on the show before me? Because was it me? No, it's, it's me. Dan Etheridge. Oh, See, he knows famous people. I I do not. Um, he asked, uh, "What's your biggest movie gripe?" And to to give you some context for him, he said that it's when he can see contact lenses. Uh, in period movies, so if you like, uh, there was a famous one, the Scorsese film, well, or uh, period thing, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, you could see she had a thing of certs in her in her thing for the Age of Innocence, I think it was. But yeah, if you see like, <laughs> and they weren't period certs. Yeah, like if you see Brad Pitt and Troy with uh, contact lenses, you're like, I'm out, you know. Um. Uh, so some people said like oh when you see people on the streets of uh, New York or whatever with the coffee and they're drinking um, 
coffee from the paper cups and it's clearly empty because they're just sort of tossing it around without any sort of weight yeah. in it. Or when people are at a, like a, a meal setting and they're, they're poking at their food, but they don't actually eat it, you know? And, and that's obviously that's because you're at a table for several hours shooting and you're shooting from many angles <clears throat> And you need to maintain continuity, and also you don't want to be eating from five different angles the same fucking meal. So you you and also no, you might you might actually hurt yourself. And also because actors don't eat at all. Yeah, um, yeah, because that because God forbid there should be somebody who's regular sized in in movies, you know. Yeah. Um. Is, what is there anything that that um bothers you? Well, the thing that comes to mind is so so picky. No, that's the thing. It's like if if it takes you out of the movie, that I think that's. Well, so this is this and is. If you have one too, it's as well. this is this is this is actually not picky. It's more, uh, it's 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 pretentious, is what it is. So, the House of Dragons this is a really good example. House of Dragons is um is first of all it takes place in the fantasy world, right? And there's dragons and there's knights. And um, and there's two things that bother me about House of Dragons. One is is that it's a fantasy world with dragons and knights, and they all sit around and talk about their feelings. And I'm like, that's not why I'm watching this. I'm not watching this for your feelings. I don't fucking care. But um, but the other thing, and th this is more applicable, is um, that. The, the queen of uh, House of Dragons, the princess, is, is kind of uh, outraged that her father is trying to marry her off and she ha doesn't have a choice in, uh, in her life. Now, that's bringing the values of, of uh, the modern United States to um, a completely different kind of um, world where there are kings and queens and, and uh, marriages were made for political uh, expediency in that kind of realm all the time. And she grew up in that realm and for her not to understand it, but to appeal to that's not fair in a way that like, she's a 14 year old from, you know, Sherman Oaks is stupid. It yeah. really bothers you me. Know, it's, it, the, the 14 year olds in Sherman Oaks don't understand like gender equality or, or independence, you know? So that's a bad analogy. They, uh, they don't. They don't. They don't. Just oh. just just walk on walk on uh, Ventura Boulevard and, and tell me if you see any like emancipated young women out there. No, you okay. don't. You do not. I see. So well, sure, okay. How about Santa Monica? Okay. So the idea is like there have historically been women who have. Oh, am I boring you, John? Uh, who have stood Jesus. up against. So just, uh, I, I just, I just quietly yawned, and he called me out on that. So a little while ago, when I was talking about Maine, he asked me this: "Why are you going to Maine? What, 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 what's Maine like?" And then he walked away for an hour and a half. You were wondering why I had to keep on talking about Maine. It's because Marty went and took a crap, and I had to cover for him. Exactly. I, I yawned because I'm tired, and he's giving I me. I agree hard with time. you completely. That's what I came back and said. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then John laughed. If so, if you heard John laugh, it was because I had just took a pee. Um, but there, there have been 
cases in history of women standing up against the establishment. You, you've got uh, your uh, Albert Nobbs, Alfred, you know, um, that that's the uh, Glenn Close character that she got nominated for an Academy Award for. Uh, but then you've got, you know, Joan, did she win? Uh, you got your Joan of Arcs. You've got your. Uh, <laughs> she, she was nuts. Yeah, well, she was nuts. But but, you know, they're like these were strong women that were out there. Uh, yeah. And so I, I think that if you're going to present two characters to me, one who is like, oh, this is the this is the status quo. I'm OK with it. And the other one who's like, I I'm Mulan. I, I want to go fight the bad guys and I don't care if I'm not uh, a man that that is a dramatic conceit that I think is is reasonable oh I guess what I'm not being clear on and I I don't I don't think it's there's anything wrong with people uh standing up for something that they believe is right it's just that when their their basic reason for doing it is not I'm my own person it's you know, you just want to oppress me and it's like as if you know what I mean? No, I guess I'm not making any sense. It's just, it's just like I think there's a way to do it that is probably a little more um, uh, interesting as opposed to being um, petulant. You know? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's what I, I'm saying. I, I totally, I totally feel that. Yeah. And and I think if you're going to do that, you ha if somebody who stands up in that situation has to appreciate that they're going not just they're they're stuck in their room and you know they're they're facing being grounded but they are going up against centuries of of um a, a, a culture that was uh oppressive of women or, or yeah whatever yeah yeah and and and, and when they're and when they're complaining because they don't get their way and they live in the lap of luxury and they're going to be the king or the queen or something that bugs me. And, you know, the other thing that bugs me, and this is this actually happens in House of Dragons, too. And this really drives me nuts because um, I it's it's the, it's the lost phenomenon where they say, I have something really important to tell you. I'll tell and you then, later. Uh, and then they say, I'll tell you later. First, we have to walk across the island. And yeah. so then you don't see them walking across the island, but they do have four days that where they're walking across the island together yeah, and, and they not, don't not, tell not you. Yet, not yet. Not yet. I'm, no, I told I'm, you I'd no, tell no, you later. Yeah, I'm focused. I'm focused on walking, John. I'm focused on walking and finding a coconut. I cannot talk about this huge secret that I'm sitting on. Right. And then the huge secret, the fact that the other person doesn't know the huge secret is basically the entire plot point for the next like two yeah. seasons. Yeah. That, that like somebody so that, that that happened a lot. Somebody figured out the, the secret of the island and then they said, ah, oh, my God, I've got it. Oh, wait, there's a crisis going on. I'll tell you later, and then they die. Or, or more often, I, I have to tell you something. Don't tell me now because we have to walk across the island. I right. saw that happen like I mean, three or four times. Yes. we have to walk across yes. the island, no. and it's you know the rule. There's no and, talking while we're walking. That was stock and trade on and lost, you know. And uh, then you know, House of House of Dragons, the 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 the, the princess and the, thinks that the is really mad at the king because she thinks the king is going to disinherit her. There's basically. He's got one daughter. They see each other every fucking day. And for two years, she thinks he's going to disinherit her and he never tells her. And then he finally tells her at the end of the episode. It's like, well, you know, it was really boring that you guys had this uh, misunderstanding. Um, but at least it let you fill up uh, an entire episode with boring shit. 
but I'm glad we got that out of the way. It's just you. Yeah. I, I, but I think, um, I think John was speaking more of it like a production thing, you know, I know than a writing thing. I was thinking like when, uh, when you see people like getting, like they just had sex and then they wake up in the morning and then they start just like making out and just like, all right, like do, why don't we see them get up and like brush their teeth and like, or like complain about Jesus Christ, your breath is disgusting. Um, <laughs> because I, that's all I think about. That's all I think about. I'm like, Oh my God. Like how could, ew, ah. how, how, how old were you when you got married? 40. <laughs> So is that what happens morning morning after at Marty's house? Jesus Christ, you Jesus Christ! What are you doing? Scope Scope exists for a reason. Good morning. Last night was amazing. Yeah, but this morning is horrible. Oh my God. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, it, uh, I guess I'm not a romantic. I'm sorry. Did a horse come by and shit in your mouth <laughs> after we had sex? Wow, you were there for the day after my wedding. That's weird. <laughs> but it really set the stage, you know? I had to establish a lot of uh, boundaries, you know? Yeah, boundaries. All right, after sex, I'm going to go sleep in another house. Yeah, yeah. No, but you go sleep in another house. Yeah, you sleep yeah. outside. Cause and, you, and, take the fire hose. And, just, and you better ah. wake up, like, with a completely perfect, you know, uh, uh, makeup and hair and manicure and everything, you know? You ever watch uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Oh yeah, yeah. She puts her makeup on when she wakes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. See, there they get it right because it's like that's right. Yeah, so that's why that show is very good. That's the way that things should be done. And then she that's left. The way, it. That's yes. I wish that I were <laughs> the marvelous, the the kind of eh, Mr. Maisel. You know that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I sucked. Um, Tyson says, I think that Hamlet is a very different story to someone who doesn't believe in ghosts. Well, so is every horror film, right? Hamlet, Hamlet actually, I mean, the, the, it's very interesting. Is the ghost real? There are other people who do see the ghost, hmm. but it's also, um, which, which kind of ruins it, but it really could be a kind of a turn of the screw thing but where Hamlet is imagining his father because very few people, the other guards see it, um, but maybe none of that happened. But Macbeth, it's a little more ambiguous. Right, exactly. Yeah. Nobody else sees the ghost. Yeah, that's why the, Hamlet, I think, is a, a, a little more uh, um, tense, you know. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, the thing is, the ghost is, just, just says go and doesn't give him anything except you have to revenge me. And then Hamlet, Hamlet, you know what his, his uh, problem is? His um, tragic flaw? Wait, wait, let me guess. Uh, it's a, he, um, it's a, he can... He can't. No, he can. Wait, no, he can't. Wait, uh, no, it's wait. not indecision. It's procrastination. No, I'll tell you in a little bit. Just give me a second. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. But first, we have to walk across the island. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's in Hamlet. He actually says, I'm going to fucking kill that guy. But first, I got to go to England. And it's like, why? Well, so that I can come back. Oh, Okay. I mean, yeah. I think Hamlet was a first draft. <laughs> well, maybe that's where Damon Lindelof and J.J. Abrams got their writing inspiration from. Oh, look at, you know, if Hamlet can go traipsing across before 
you know, the, the country before he does anything, then we don't have to tell what the fucking mist is until like season seven. And I know I know then, somebody who know, knows somebody who, who uh, was in the writing room and uh, I think it was season four or, or five. Uh, last one for season seven. They had no fucking idea how it was going to end. Of course end. they didn't. And, and, and they were operating in season five as if the island was a, a spacecraft. That's a, the island is a spacecraft. And then they were like, no, that's too obvious. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still think it's a very well done show. It just did not deliver on its promise. No, it did. And, and, and that's, I mean, it's so, it's maddening. Yes, and it's, a, it's an example It's a like Game of Thrones, too. It's an example of how it's good to have direction uh, in... Well, I guess they probably would say, fuck you, we, we made this hit thing and it, it put us on the yeah. map and we can do whatever the yeah. fuck we want. Exactly. Um, so Endings are really hard. Yeah. Uh, that's So what show nailed its ending? I really like the ending of Battlestar Galactica. The new one. Yeah. You didn't? I, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't get into the show. It, I found it. Oh, I found it humorless, which every everybody I said, I, I say that to. They're like, yeah, what's your point? And I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I kind of like things that are funny. Um, yeah, that's too bad because it's one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Sopranos uh, had a pretty fantastic uh, ending. OK. What do you think? I, I think the the UK office had a uh, was great. Mm -hmm. um, I thought the the Christmas special just really tied everything up in a bow that was very neat and mm -hmm. still true to the characters. Um, mm -hmm. uh, oh oh, uh, did you see uh, Six Feet Under? No. Oh, that had a great ending. No, oh, I that was an awesome ending. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I, please tweet in if you have thoughts about this uh, stuff. Um, let me. Did Did you hear about this Harry Styles thing? Harry Styles supposedly spat on Chris Pine in at the premiere of at the of Don't Worry Darling at the in in Venice. In Venice, Italy. Yeah, it's the. No, I don't know. I don't. Um, I didn't hear about that. Oh, I mean, it's weird. It it is very weird when you watch the video. It's like he's his head is over Chris Pine, who's sitting down, and then he sits down. Uh, Harry Styles does, and then Chris Pine is looking at his lap, like, "What the fuck?" Don't know what that's about. Um, but anyhow, who knows? I don't. Uh, it, just all the the stuff about that show just makes me. Um, not interested in what, seeing it. What stuff? I don't. What, what show? What show is this? Uh, this is no. It's a movie called uh, "Don't Worry, uh, Darling." It's it's uh -huh. uh, the one that is uh, directed by Olivia. Um, what's her name? Um, Wild. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, with Harry Styles and it and Chris Pine and yeah. and it was they had a premiere at in um and. Uh, uh, in Venice, and when they were sitting down, apparently, it, it was very awkward. I guess, um, but anyhow, also uh, there was some controversy because Shia LaBeouf was originally cast in the Harry Styles part, but uh, uh, 
Olivia Wilde said that it was not good for the the show to have him on it. Uh, but then apparently there's tape of him, her saying, anyhow, all this dumb gossip and Florence Pugh is not doing uh, publicity for it because she's the lead in it. Uh, she's doing limited, all this bullshit stuff. I, I, I don't care. It just makes me just not like Hollywood at all. Um, but uh, I, I still think that I, I liked Booksmart. I think that Olivia Wilde did a great job directing that movie. Yes, uh, I'm I agree. Didn't this. she do something else too? Uh, no, this is her second movie, I believe. I could be wrong. <laughs> <right. Um, coughs> She's dating uh, Harry Styles, yes. 28. She's yeah. 38. What do you think of that? Is that okay? Uh, no, it's it's wrong. Yeah, that's right. It's wrong. And she broke up with uh, Ted Lasso. Well, they were no, married. he dumped her. No, that's not what I heard. Where did you hear that? I don't know. I, I wasn't. I just. No, apparently uh, she, he served her like divorce papers at like um, a con. Oh, he he served her divorce papers, but she broke up with him. Okay. All right. Well, I just they you know what? All these fucking Hollywood people deserve each other. They like like why can't you just conduct yourself like a regular human being, you know? Because um, they're not regular human beings. Oh, they're better they're than special. us. They're better than us. No, they're either better than us or they're worse than us. Pick it. Pick. Pick. Are they better or worse, or are they the same? I just said they're better than us. Oh, I thought they. I said they were worse. But so now you have to pick between your your what you said and what I said. And are you going to pick what you said? I think you're biased. Because I'm better than you. Are you better than me, or are you worse than me? Pick one. I would say worse. All right. John, so between the two, John is already. He's partly in Maine. He's had three strokes today <laughs> um we have that won't be that won't be funny when i ha actually do have a stroke so well that's why i'm trying to get it in now you know yeah okay all right i have low blood pressure so i don't think i'm gonna have a stroke we're gonna dip into the mail sack mail we have mail mail sack come on get my hands that mail sack Yeah, that was uh, yeah, great. That was what great. happened? What happened? What? What happened? What do you mean? Oh, what happened? Smoke. Oh, the the, uh, the music stopped. I'm looking at uh, Florence Pugh at the. Uh, okay, we'll focus on premiere. the show right now. Um, Why? So. Oh my goodness, she's gorgeous. Noah writes in, and says, uh, "You guys were talking about how obvious racist loud minorities freak out. How obvious racist loud min loud minorities." freak out every time a character isn't white uh, but i think when what he means by minorities is like a, a small group of loud racists uh, 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 freak out every time a character isn't white i'm just annoyed mm. by the media hyper focusing on these racists whose opinions are irrelevant why are we even talking about them is ridiculous i, I agree with that so uh, when he says media you know you could just put your name in there uh yeah he's actually saying I, i'm the i'm the you. talking about that but yeah I mean, these the the uh, associate editor from Red State certainly has a, a bigger um, platform than I do, so I I don't feel like I'm 
not it's you're not really amplifying him you're piggybacking on him yeah exactly exactly i'm not giving him a larger voice you're trying um, to get the red state audience to everyone go to, to redstate.com yeah um, no co- come everybody who listens to the red state uh, come listen to you nooner we'll piss you off every week but uh for an noah hour go- or two noah goes on to say but there is some complexity to it i really i get really annoyed when people um defending said franchises from those with dissenting views on it as bigots and don't even listen to any criticism whatsoever i feel that way about anything you know you have to be reasoned in how you um, oh absolutely i shut I, up, John. I think well yeah, i'm sorry go ahead i, I was just doing no that. I, th- I he's got a very good point it's it's not i i don't think that there's like i said there are things you can say about the fact that there are black elves that don't make you sound like you're an asshole right and so, that guy did not do that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, and there have been many cases of race switching. Um, and uh, I, I can think of... Um, the, what is it, What's Kevin? that mean? The, the cave, uh, well, race switching, when you take a character who is one race and you switch him to another. So, like, Well, like La Bamba we talked about last week. Well, no, I, I'm thinking of a, something a little more... Um, dramatic than that, I would say. Like, s- say, um, what was the one with um, uh, um, Kevin Spacey about the the gamblers who like the these MIT students who, uh-huh. like you know, apparently twenty one something. Like yeah, twenty one. They like they were basically all Asian, and they put one Asian guy in there. And like, oh, is that right? Yeah, and like, all right, don't throw us a bone, you know, and and like put make all the leads white. To me, that is a bigger travesty than trying to add, like... Uh, it's also not realistic. Like, a bunch of white guys that can do math. Okay, that was John Sylvain who said that. Not me. But I agree with him. <laughs> no, I can't do math. I, um, but, yeah, like, that to me is a, a bigger transgression than making an elf black, you know? Like, it just doesn't... I don't care. Um uh, because you're you're actually distorting history when when you like real history, not Middle Earth nonsense, um, but fun nonsense. To be clear, um, there will always be a ridiculous loud minority of bigoted people, but that doesn't include everyone who dislikes, hates said media. Immediately brushing every critical person with a broad stroke is insane to me. Instead of listening to criticism, they convince themselves that they're bigots. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think, yes, one of the things that media does, and I guess I did today, is that like, we try to amplify those dissenting voices to, to create controversy and interest. Um, but uh, like, You're just trying to get me to have a stroke. Yeah, Noah or me? Me. No. Get, get me all riled up. No, who's trying to get you riled up? Me? You are. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm trying to... I'm trying to Get John to have a stroke. I totally agree with Noah. I agree yeah, with every word he said. Absolutely. And to to be honest, you know, I did have to sort of dig to find out who this the dissenting people are uh, about this, um, who were uh, <laughs> incensed by that there are, are people of color in uh, in Middle Earth. Uh, but you know, it it does happen a lot. Um, and the internet does, for whatever reason, amplify these voices. 
So do you ignore them or do you call them out and make fun of them? You know? Yes. Yes. I think no, that's... you ignore them. But you don't make fun of them? No, you ignore them. Okay. No, I, I mean, I honestly think, I think part of the problem is that um, the right and the left are picking the the weirdest, most extreme sides of the other mm-hmm. and amplifying them. But what if you and making fun of them? And and if, I I don't think I don't but, think it's I think and then it makes everybody feel like everybody on the right is a racist monster and everybody on the left is a, is a socialist crazy person. But what if you're? I mean, the other thing to remember is that these are you. By the way, you're a, a socialist crazy person. Just just so you know. Um, can I talk? I don't know. Can you? All right. Uh, like these are real when people like say things like these people and this has happened online, you know, these like, uh, what's her name? Who, who played, um, Rose Tycho in, in, uh, uh, last Jedi, you know, she got death threats. Um, and and was like left social media. So clearly these people with small voices who who are in the small minority have amplified voices like their voices get amplified. They they do have an impact. So that's something that you can't ignore. And and that is something that's difficult. You can't just it's very hard to say to somebody, oh, that's just the Internet. When somebody says that they want to rape you and kill you, that's just the internet. Just ignore it. You know, uh, I, I don't think that that is um, a very sensitive response to to that type of uh, backlash. Um, do you have a thought about that, John? No, I think you're right. So that's why it's not as it's not as quite as cut and dry, even though I agree with both you and Noah that, yes, you should ignore these assholes. But um but at the same time, when there's a point where they shouldn't get away with what they do. Um, and I don't think that means that you should just uh, have a broad stroke and say anybody who doesn't like um, the, the final, you know, seven, eight, nine of Star Wars or, or the, the new Ring of Rings of Power, that they're racists or sexist, you know. I mean, it's complicated. All these things are, are complicated. Uh, anyhow, Noah goes, uh, Star Wars sequels are a great example. Rey is a shit character because she's too perfect. Star Wars fans don't like her because she's uninteresting and never had to struggle, not because she's a woman. Uh, some of the best and most popular Star Wars characters in the old canon were women, uh, Mara, Mara Jade, Jaina Solo. Anyway, that's it. Um, I, yeah, I agree. There's like, I, I think making a character too perfect is just a, a bad um, trait for any writer, you know. Yeah. Oh, John this just got back from peeing. Sorry. This is there's a specific uh, name for for the kind of character that she is. It's it's um what is it called? Shit character, according to Noah. No, it's uh it's, it's a, 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 a a it's a, a a Betsy or something. Someone someone who could sort of just ne- uh, shows up in usually in some kind of fantasy world or, or science fiction world and can do everything really uh, good automatically. Like really Harry fast. Potter? Uh, yeah, to, uh, 
I mean, to a yeah. greater extent, Harry Potter is like yeah. the the epitome of that. Like he is a he's not disciplined. He doesn't work hard. He's not that smart, but yet he's like good at everything. Um, that yeah, that bugs me about that character. So, um, so Ray is basically a Ray 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 Potter. Ray Ray Potter. I, I think uh, the the thing uh, da Daisy Ridley is so um, uh, uh, appealing as an actor. I really, I I, uh, I forgave her that. But I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing was just a mess. I agree. Um, but well, but I do like I do like Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi. I think it was good. Did you not like it? Uh, the Last Jedi. Which one was or what? What was one he did? I don't the know. The Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and, and the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the Last uh, Jedi. I I don't I I I like I like I thought they were all okay. Yeah. But then they added up to. I mean, the thing about the Last Jedi is that he he killed off the big weird bald guy, and and it was like, wait, wait, why did you do that? It was like. It was like watching an argument between two different people with different ideas, you know, between Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams, right? right? No, no, I, and, I, I, yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And and that was it was just really annoying. I, I, I as a fan, I wanted to be serviced, you know, and I. <laughs> you wanted I wasn't to be, serviced. You wanted I was. To be, I was. There was no happy ending for me. You wanted you know to be scintillated. Saying. Wanted to be scintillated. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right. So. Um, John, maybe we'll end a little early. Do you have any other uh, gripes, movie gripes that you can think of? Uh, no, but I, I watched uh, King Kong. If you want to talk about uh, racist movies, which, um, which and I, version? The original, the original, because I'm a short to my uh, class, and um, and then the uh, the other thing um, that I watched is a conversation. And I'm really excited to show my class that movie. Ah, and is that based on our last conversation? Uh, I was thinking about watching the conversation. Um, before our last conversation? Before our last conversation. And now I watched the conversation. And, you know, we could have a conversation about it. Mary Sue is an idealized and seemingly perfect uh, fictional character. Mary Sue? Okay. Yeah. So Mary Harry Sue. Potter is a Mary Sue. There we go. Yeah. And here's another thing. Um, there's this... Uh, which reminds me of this, this books I, I've been reading. Uh, it's called the Constellation series, and it's a sort of a science fiction young adult. It says "Defy the Stars, Defy the Worlds" by Claudia Gray, and it's really fucking good. It's really good. Um, a lot of it's it's it's. I think it's really good. Um, but there's a character in there who is just a Deus ex machina. I mean, everything else about it is really good, but there's this there's this programmer who just sort of shows up at the last minute. And and oh, fixes that, stuff. Isn't that the best? And, uh, huh? Isn't that the best? Yeah, it's really bothered me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I I hear you. She has absolutely no character at all, except that she's a kind of spunky and well, likes which to. Which show is it? Uh, Every huh? show? Are you talking about? No. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. JP says that I think David Lindelof has better luck uh, with endings on his shorter series like the leftovers on hbo he says uh ended strong after three seasons i i've been yeah. meaning to watch that I, I, 
And then he said the uh, the Watchmen ended great after one season. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. I, I need to yeah. watch that again. I, it's like a really, it demands a lot of attention. I think it's a really great show. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Tyson says, did you know that the trailer for the video game Everything was the first game trailer to qualify for the Oscars? I did not know that. I'll have to check it. Oh, and then uh, then JP says, I think the term that Sylvain uh, John is looking for is uh, a Mary Sue character, an mm -hmm. obvious proxy for the author who has no weaknesses or struggles. That is, yeah. yes, that is exactly it. Um, I, I think that, I think we all, like, when we first write something, um, that is what we all write because mm -hmm. we, we want to live, like live out our fantasies through our, mm -hmm. our work i, I yeah. think it's when the the challenge is to try to really make it have somebody like galadriel and the rings of power who's like not likable you know and mm -hmm. i i haven't seen it but hopefully has weaknesses and and things to 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 overcome and yet is still somehow appealing and watchable there's something about there's something that happens in the in the first episode with uh, where Galadriel is leading a bunch of uh, elves and they're searching. She just won't give up in the search for um, the uh, for Sauron. And they end up in uh, some place and they run into this giant monstrous, you know, ice troll or something. And the giant monstrous ice troll takes like these elves and smashes them against the wall and, and, and chews on them, but they're all fine. Well, they're elves. I know, exactly. It's sort of like, but he just like stepped on your head and and then he took you and threw you against the wall and you bounced off against the other wall. And then you just stood up and said, I'm going home. Yeah. You didn't even have her broken legs. It's like, what, what's up with you? And then, you know, so uh, I don't know. Elves. <laughs> Can't live with them. It's tough. Can't squash them with your giant feet. And remember, if you uh, uh, this, this episode is brought to you by Better Elf. You're still milking that dad joke. All right, that's good. Um, it's only it's it was a good joke until you called it a, a dad joke. Every joke you say is a dad joke. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Chew on that, dad. Come on, dad. Uh, okay. Well, John, let's let's call it a little early today, just because you Thank do you. have to pack. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your intense packing schedule of putting some underwear in a bag oh shit underwear thank um, you for reminding me uh no not the shitty underwear the, the clean ones oh um, shit oh shit yeah oh god yeah thank you uh and um i, I, gotta, I really gotta i gotta ch change some stuff right now and if you do have a movie gripe you want to to um talk about on the show or if you want to talk about your favorite mary sue or least favorite mary sue uh, we're at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. When we're not live, that's the best way to get us. When we are live, the best way to get us is on the Twitter. That's Nooner Podcast. Um, John, have a great time in Maine. Hope the black flies uh, don't maul you. Hope that the Oh, they will. They will. Okay. Well, hope the temperature is a little more mild than it is here. Oh, it'll be awful. It'll be the same temperature and it'll be humid. That's what I was saying when you were peeing. And I was pretending that you were listening to me. Oh, no, I was right here. I was reading yeah. you the whole time. Yeah, I totally agree. It's not going to be... Marty's, a, Mar Marty's rarely here. Like, it's yeah. not going to be in the 90s there. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it not? No, it, it, it very well could be. I mean, it is September. It might be down to the high 80s. No, it gets really fucking hot in New England. Where Especially in, in August and September. Where in Maine are you going? Portland. Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Yeah, and we're going to go up to up Augusta. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. See my mother. Uh, okay. We could go down coast over over the Old Orchard Beach, maybe. Okay. Because it's warm. Might go down the beach. The high tomorrow is going to be 70. And over the next oh, yeah. 10 days, the high on Saturday is going to be 75. Oh, so yeah, in Portland. Yeah. How about in Augusta? Uh, in That's where I'm going to be spending my time up there, Augusta. Of course, on the on the water, it's going to be uh, not so hot. So, but you got the you got the breeze off the ocean there. Okay. Did you look up Augusta? I'm looking it up now, and it's going to be um, eighty. Yeah, yeah. Wait till I get there. It's going to get a lot hotter. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So it's not going to be that hot, but you know what the humidity is is going to be terrible, and that's what makes it feel like it's uh, like you're going to die. All right. Um, well, there's going to be an eight eight percent chance of rain. But and... let me let me tell you, young man, I'm, I'm planning on having a terrible time. So I don't know what you're. I don't know where I'm. I don't know where, where, where I'm going you're, somewhere else. You're actually in Hawaii. Like, yeah, oh my God. Like, <laughs> well, I appreciate the effort, John. That that was really good. <laughs> Um, I'm from that area. I lost I my own accent. I know. Uh, I won't let the. I won't let your brother and sister know. Okay. Okay. All well, right. Give us a full report, and oh, yeah. everybody else, please uh, let us know what's going on in your life. And um, yes, and we will see you next Tuesday. Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.